0: Now the pitch. Wins slashes that one down the right field line. It gets down
1: and is played on a roll by the right fielder, Thomas. Streaking into second with a double Mason win. The Cardinals have runners at second and third one out.
2: It's the Chris and Amy show on KMOX, and it is Friday. It's after 1130. Which means it's time to check in with our guy Mike Claiborne, is with us and he joins us from Jupiter, Florida, where the Cardinals have spring training today. Uh, Grapefruit League play continues; they will take on the Mets just after twelve o'clock, and they've got Matthew Liberatore starting today. Clabes, what's going on?
1: It's all good. We're here at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium along with Matt Pollock. We'll have the game. We're streaming the game today for our listeners who want to tune in,
2: and if they get
1: tired of you. And uh, we're ready to go. That's Uh, not possible. Mm. Them being tired of you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's it's also it's National Employee Appreciation Day. Yeah. and so I
1: did not know that. It is. All right. Do
3: you want to take back your comment?
1: Mm No. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm I'm gonna stay with it.
3: If there's anybody Uh, you want to complain about at KMOX, you can. We've been we've been going off on people. We thought it would be good. Yeah, a good catharsis to just kind of express and voice your complaints about fellow co-workers.
1: So I'm sure there's a long line or list of people who have something to say about the guy you're sitting across from. What the hell?
3: Yeah, I know.
2: Dave? <laughs> Why would you say that about Dave? He hasn't done anything to do you. <laughs> no, Dave's not the problem. Oh. Yeah. Not no. Yeah. There's nobody else in here, so.
1: No, you're be a- yeah, okay, you, you you play that card if you want to. <laughs> well, anyway, we're here at Roger Dean. A little overcast today, but it's a beautiful day. It's going to be in the 80s. Uh, we're going to have a nice crowd here as well. As Matthew Libertor will get to start this afternoon for the Cardinals.
2: What do you need to see from Matthew Libertor um, during spring before we get to the regular season to make you feel pretty comfortable about where he is?
1: Better command. Uh, you know, he has the tools. I, I don't think anybody would argue that. You know, his velocity is up. Uh, He just doesn't have the command he needs to have at this level uh, with consistency. And I think if he's able to narrow that down, then he's going to be part of this team. If not, then he'll start somewhere else. Because I think he's a guy that's fighting for a roster spot, as we speak, because when you look at the bullpen, I think we have the five guys we know are going to be there with Gonzalez and Helsley, uh, Jojo Romero, Kittredge, and um, Middleton. So there are three spots left. And there's a whole bunch of guys trying to compete for those three spots. And he's one of them. And I think he and Zach Thompson are competing for a spot, both left-handed pitchers who have the ability to also start. So
2: he will decide his own fate. What do you think long-term for him? And I know it's sometimes difficult to project these things out, but are are we talking about him being a reliever in his career, or or is there still an opportunity to start?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think he's a bridge guy right now. He can start. He can relieve. uh, But I think he's a guy that's still trying to find his way. I think if you ask him, he wants to be a starter, what pitcher doesn't want to be. And I think he's probably better suited for that. Uh, we saw him briefly out of the bullpen. He was reasonably effective, but at the end of the day, I think starting is probably more of his bailiwick than anything else.
2: Sonny Gray is going to be the opening day guy. I think we all kind of figured he would be, and um, it's, it was made official earlier in the week. Sonny Gray, what he does in terms of being a, and I asked this question to, to Matt Pauley yesterday, um, within the National League, where do you think he ranks as number one starters go?
1: Oh, he's a number one. Uh, well, I mean, I mean against other number,
2: number ones in the National League.
1: He's right there. Yeah. I mean, remember, he was a guy who finished second in the Cy Young Balloting last year in the American League. He doesn't give up home. He only gave up eight home runs last year. I mean, he has great command. Um, I put him up against most of the other big guys in the game. Yeah, and, you know, he, he, he checks a lot of boxes for me. So, so we're looking at a
2: a one two here, basically. Sonny Gray, Miles Michaelis. That's that's probably your 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 top two in the rotation. How comfortable are you with it? The closer we get to the regular season,
1: well, if Michaelis pitches like he did two years ago, we'll be okay. He pitches like he did last year, we're gonna have a problem. Uh, and the problem with Miles last year, he's a strike thrower, so he's always in the zone. But he was in the zone a little too much as far as location was concerned. Something I know he's been working on, and the Cardinals have worked with him about it. And I think once he gets himself established in that vein, he'll be fine.
3: What about Steven Matz and what the Cardinals are looking out of him this spring?
1: Um, That's a great question that I don't have an answer for because he has yet to pitch on the big field. He and Lance Lynn have been throwing on the backfields, getting their work in. So we'll probably see him next week. But he is a wild-card factor, Amy. Uh, he's going to be your fifth starter. And you know, when healthy, he's been okay. The problem is he's not been healthy enough. He's he's had some injuries that have shut him down. And if they can just keep him in one piece, he might be the X factor for this ball club.
2: This week it was made official that, uh, that um, uh, Brandon Donovan, uh, that Brandon Crawford is now a member of this team. And he's not going to play a ton unless there's a major injury of some kind. But – He's, you know, he's a former All Star. He's getting up there in age. He can be seen as somebody who's influential in a clubhouse. Where is his greatest value going to lie this year?
1: Um, leadership. Been there, done that. Three time World Champion. Multiple Gold Glove winner. Could have been the MVP two years ago. I mean, he he checks a lot of boxes. Now, obviously, at 37, you don't know where you're getting, but he was hurt a lot last year, and he just never really recovered from that. But I think overall, he's a guy that can certainly help you. Uh, And the the question is, can you have Brandon Crawford and Matt Carpenter on the same team? Both left-handed hitters, both guys at the end of their careers. Uh, Crawford's a little bit more versatile. Um, We haven't seen Carpenter have a good season in a Cardinal uniform in a long time. And, you know, we're hoping that that happens this year. But I don't know if you can keep both those guys on your roster.
2: How much does the calculus change if if Tommy Edmonds not available to start the year?
1: Um, You're in good shape because Dylan Carlson can play center field. That's not an issue. Uh, Now, can Dylan Carlson hit? That's a concern because he hasn't so far. It's early. But you have to hope that he can turn it around, especially from the left side. He's not been affected from the left side at all. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a concern. You have a young man named Victor Scott that everybody likes around here. The question is, can you play him periodically? And the answer is no. He's a guy that has to play every day. So if Dylan Carlson falls flat on his face, then you're going to either see a guy named Michael Ciani or Victor Scott playing center field.
3: Klaibs, you mentioned leadership, and we've talked a lot about the additions to the Cardinals lineup that are older, like a Lance Lynn, um, and how they're going to add to the clubhouse off the field as well as on the field. When it comes to leadership, I know leadership from players is different than leadership from coaches. How would you weight that or put the percentages when it comes to Leadership, wisdom, that veteran voice on the team coming from a player versus coming from a coach?
1: Well, it, it's, it's important. And, you know, the thing about leadership, it comes in different shades. And you have a guy like Lance Lynn who's going to lead because he's going to say something. You're going to have a guy in Kyle Gibson who will lead by what he does, example wise. You'll have a guy in Sonny Gray. That will be very frank and very upfront about it, and he'll find his time to say something, to do something, to be engaged. So, if you're looking for guys that are going to stand on the table and give this rah-rah pep talk, that's probably not this crew. But they will make guys accountable and ask guys why instead of will you. And uh, it's it's something that it's going to take time. But I want to make sure people understand. I don't want people to think that last year we had a bunch of guys that escaped from San Quentin, okay? A good, good group of guys, they were just young, and a lot of them just didn't know, so now they have more people here to insulate them with regard to understanding what it takes to be a, not just a baseball player, but a, a winning player, a Cardinal player. Those are the things they're trying to implement.
2: And that was what was discussed during the off season about them being so young and, the veteran presence they have—you had Adam Wainwright, who's a starter, uh, a starting pitcher—and then you have uh, the two guys in, in Goldschmidt and Arenado. They're quieter, I would guess, with within the the environment of the clubhouse. They're not really those vocal pull a guy aside types, right? Right. So right. that's and and they, you don't have to be. That's not up to them to decide to be that. Some guys naturally are that. Some guys are not. So. How much do you think it helps to have players who are like that who are starting position players? Because what in my experience even though you have Adam Wainwright, a lot of times the starting pitchers don't want to be that guy for the full team. They might feel that way with other pitchers, but they they feel like because they don't play every day, they don't really it's not really their place to be a team leader. Do you find that no, to be no, the same right. thing? No, yeah.
1: I, I agree because Pitchers, they have something in common with each other in preparation and just the way they play the game compared to a position player. And and I think that's why a Brandon Crawford, Paul, um, Matt Carpenter, that's where they come into play, where they can kind of, you know, usher in the the young players, the position players a little bit more. And so, you know, it's one of those things where, you find some commonality somewhere, and I'll give you a couple other names of some guys who I think will evolve into a leadership role. I think Brendan Donovan is a leader right now. Okay, and he's only been around for a couple, three years, but the way he carries himself, the way he respects the game and the players, you can see he has some skill sets that are certainly going to be advantageous for him.
2: All right, last question for you, and this is from the text line. Um, the, the White Sox have been pretty adamant that uh, they would have to be blown away for a, a, for a deal to give up Dylan Cease, a starter, and a texter wants to know if it would even be potentially realistic for the Cardinals to go after him.
1: I would say yes, but I think I have to hear what the price would be. Now, here's something that I think we all have to be careful of. When we don't get a player... And I'm just saying a team, not necessarily the Cardinals. And when the team doesn't get that player and fans are like, well, why don't we get this guy? And then the the team will say, well, they wanted this guy, this guy, and this guy. And, you know, and then you say, oh, we can't give those guys up. And I always kind of think sometimes that's a cop-out because I've seen this happen with teams in the past, and they use that excuse. So I think we have to hear what the pieces would be in return, what do they want. Before we even start entertaining that thought, and you know, you can come up with your own. Uh, we call it the Camo X trades. I was I was talking with Frank Cusimano earlier today about back in the old days of Camo X Sports Open Line, people would call up and say, Hey, why don't we trade this bag of balls and this minor league guy? Let's see if we can get Willie Mays. You know, I mean, it, those 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 trades that don't necessarily make sense, but they sound good. So uh, going back to Cease, yeah, I'd like to have him. I'd find a spot for him. Uh, and, you know, he's one of those guys that probably needs a change of scenery. But then again, you can ask anybody playing for the White Sox. They all would like to have a change of scenery. <laughs> that, that's not going well right now.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right about that. All right. Clabes, uh, have a good call today with Matt Pauly. Enjoy the game, and thank you for talking with us. And we will we'll visit with you next Friday.
1: Can't wait. You know, you have to talk to somebody about doing the show from here at some points. You know, that's a but great, yeah. We've already
2: tried that.
3: We did try that.
2: You need to talk to somebody about us doing a show there.
3: You have more sway than we do, one hundred percent. You know what? I'll I'll leave something in the suggestion box. You know
1: that one right there in the kitchen area.
3: They've the lost a key. Can?
2: There's no key for it. I
3: think he's
1: talking about the trash can. Yeah. No, no. I was thinking about the one, the box. Not. I, I didn't know they lost the key.
2: Yeah. You can't get in there.
1: All right. Well, we'll we'll come up with a way to make it work. All right.
2: Thanks, Claybs.
1: Have a great weekend. You guys take care. You too, Mike
2: Claiborne, with us on KMOX. He and Matt Pauly. You can uh, listen to the game on the stream. Go to KMOX dot com for the link. And uh, yeah, so spring training baseball. We actually have spring training baseball on the air over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. You can listen in right here on KMOX. Right? Lovely. Don't you love that baseball on oh, the radio in the car? Oh my gosh,
3: I love <gasps> baseball on the radio. I. Last Saturday, the first game, I turned it on. It just sounds so it's good. It's the best. Mm, warms warms the soul. It's like a bowl of soup.
2: It really? It's like a bowl of soup. You know, you ever heard of Caitlin Clark? Yeah. She is unbelievable, and she's made a decision about her future. We'll tell you about that is when we come back on KMOX.